Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Tudo Português. My name is Angela Simoz, and I am here with another wonderful guest, Ramana Vieira. Hi, Ramana. Hi. So, as you all know, Tudo Português is a show dedicated to all things Portuguese, as the name indicates. And so we talk to business owners, people involved in the community. And today, uh, if you don't know Romana, she is a fagu singer. And uh, we're going to talk to her a little bit about how she started on her path, why she does what she does. So, Romana, tell our listeners, how did you get started singing? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. So I I started my, I guess, my musical adventures when I was quite young. I, I stumbled upon musical theater in school. And for the longest time, I was sort of always the understudy role, kind of the, you know, part of the choir cast or the choral cast. It was never quite the lead role for years and years and years. And so I finally, it wasn't until I was a junior in high school that I got cast as Nellie Forbush, which is the lead in South Pacific. And all of a sudden, you know, I went from understudy and no lead roles to lead roles. Then I got Anita in West Side Story in a college production and then another community theater production. I got another, I, I got Anita again in West Side Story. So I was on a track of doing musical theater. And I had to have sort of a soul search within myself because at the time when I was doing theater, I was concerned, actually. I was having kind of the mindset of how was I going to earn money from this? And I, I just sort of started to think, if I wanted to go into musical theater, I was going to have to move to England or New York or Los Angeles. And I really didn't want to leave California. I didn't want to leave Northern California. So I was on a kind of a soul searching journey. I ended up going on a trip to Portugal and somebody dared me to sing a fadu in Lisboa in a father mm. house. Oh, wow. And- Just like impromptu. You were there watching and then. Yes. Okay. Totally, in, in, totally impromptu. You know, I think I remember you telling me, I think I remember telling you, sorry to interrupt, but, yeah. you know, actually one thing I didn't mention at the beginning is that you and I have actually known each other for a really long time. <laughs> and um, I think I remember you telling me this story that you, that like they took you back in the kitchen and yes. had you sing and yeah, very cool. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Your memory serves you well, Angela. <laughs> I, I was sort of semi-auditioned in the kitchen of this uh, fadu house. And so so I sang the uh, fadu of Amalia, Ishtranya uh, Forma the Vida. And all of a sudden I'm being thrust upon the stage, you know, and I'm singing. And then I had a standing ovation from the locals. And wow, that's so an accomplishment was, because people are very picky? particular about their fadu. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, which is why I was just so incredibly nervous. But, you know, then so so the trip to Portugal happened, I came back to the United States and I thought, wow, I think I just stumbled upon something. I think I can actually sing this kind of music, which was so near and dear to my heart. And I was sort of just by osmosis of my upbringing of my mom constantly playing fadishtas all through, you know, 
her, her, you know, her drives to the grocery store through her house cleaning constantly. There was father one in our house. So I was already very familiar with this music, but I, I had the brain, you know, moment or the, what do you call it? The light bulb moment mm-hmm. of going, Oh my goodness. I think I can do like, I can sort of maybe do a little, you know, movement to the right or left of just mm-hmm. leaving musical theater and actually start considering singing more father music because it, you know, it's a very emotive style of music. So that was kind of, I guess, the pivotal moment that I made from musical theater to singing father. So you came back from that trip and what was your first step? I mean, did you like form a band? Did you start learning more fadu so that you could sing more places? Like how does that progress? Because I will say one thing I've noticed about your performances over the years, you have performed in a lot of, I would call mainstream places, like Mm non-Portuguese places, Mm -hmm. like wineries and restaurants and places like that. Whereas like most local fadistas stay within the community. You know, Mm -hmm. so I think it's been really cool that you have exposed uh, non-Portuguese audiences to our music. So how did how did that all come about? So I think I made the migration from musical theater to just starting to to have to be a band leader and putting together a band that would. I guess, showcase my love for all kinds of music not only musical theater, but rock music, pop music, and as well as Fadu. And mm-hmm. so, but I did learn quite a bit of music. I did have to do the deep dive. As I said, I was already very familiar with what Fadu really was. Uh, my mom had a very, you know, broad collection. It wasn't just Amalia, you know. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. actually just yesterday she's bugging me to sing the song Child of Minamai. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different Fadishta before Amalia. And my mom kept saying, you know, there were Fadishtas before Amalia Rodrigues, and she keeps drilling that into my head. <laughs> it's like, yes, mom, I know, you know, so and she loves Carmen um the gentleman. Oh my gosh, I just blew his name, but um, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think he passed away recently, didn't he? I believe, I believe so. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. So that was actually my mom's favorite singer. wasn't even a female. And so, anyway, so yeah, it it, it was a kind of a, a new journey, and just a series of events of just you know all of the challenges of putting a you know a group of people together what 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 would be the repertoire and and really where were we going to take the music and how and how would we express the music and you know what genres are well we knew the genre but you know just what venues would be fitting for us so so yeah it's been it's been a journey of about 30 years of 25 mm-hmm. years that I've been on and it's it's been a, a a good good long journey, and you have written some original music as well. Yes. And and how many CDs have you published? I will be. I'm just releasing a new CD called Tutu de Me, and it'll be out in June. Probably be out maybe like a pre-release in May. So and that is that. That's so that'll be my fifth album. Fifth. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations on the. Thank you. You have to send us the information so we can let our community know uh, yeah. that it's out there. 
so talk a little bit about your uh, your original music that you have written, because uh, you've done it in both Portuguese and like kind of like English with Portuguese and mm-hmm. or all English. Like you talk a little bit about your original music. Well, thank you for bringing that up, because now I get to plug in a plug, a, a hybrid <laughs> song. You know, I did a kind of a hybrid song, kind of a father in English and Portuguese. And I've actually mm-hmm. had a few people in the community tell me you should write something, you know, in English like a father in English. And, and I sort of did that already uh, years ago with my album, Lagrima Jorreña. Uh, there was a song called This Is My Father. And that was already kind of in English and in Portuguese. So I, I sort of took that little dip back then, but I've actually really stepped forward into a new photo hybrid, which is called uh, Fado La La La. And mm-hmm. as somebody was teasing me, it sounds like, you know, the, the deck, the halls of the halls of Holly. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, but it, it's, I mean, it's not a Christmas father, so I'm just going <laughs> to now. So it's it's on my channel. It's on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's, it's um, I wanted to write a song about the youth, you know, our youth. Um, so there's a video that I created and it's got our, you know, just people dancing in the streets, you know, r- romance people in the corner, you know, loving on one mm-hmm. another, you know, kissing <laughs> in the streets of Lisboa. It's very romantic. And then it's got parts of Portugal infused in the video and people dancing. You know, my my son's like, are you going to have Magic Mike on the video, mom? And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Magic Miguel is who you're going to have, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hilarious it was just like you know you have an 18 year old look at the video which is on my again it's on my youtube channel it's i think one of the first songs there and it actually won number three video on EthnoCloud in north america cool. as actually shocked it's only been out for two months so that's my new single but yeah i had my 18 year old you know from an 18 year old perspective yeah i guess you're gonna you're gonna expect to see magic mike pop out and start dancing but I love it because, you know, I'm older now, too, Mm -hmm. and I want to embrace like our, you know, our youth. And I think, you know, it's supposed to be cool, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I guess it's not cool. I don't know. No, I I love it. And uh, if our listeners would like to hear Fadu La 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 and they haven't yet, if just stay stay on the line and we'll play. Uh, a few seconds of it after this episode at the end of the episode. So wonderful. Um, yeah. And so, so the response to this, this Fadu hybrid has been positive. And after, you know, 30 years of doing this, what's next for you? Are you just going to continue on? Do you have any kind of specific goals you want to achieve or what's, what's, yeah, next? I mean, I, I love that. I love how, um, I love how people could actually like write down goals and, you know, have this kind of linear, you know, projection going on. And I, I just kind of live my day, my moment day by day, or my, you know, I just live my life day by day. I, I don't really have any goals. Um, it just seems like I have like, like micro goals, like to finish mm-hmm. this album, it seemed mm-hmm. like it was going to take forever. And it kind of did. But that was a goal of mine. My last album, Fado de Vida, was already released in 2015, and here we are, 2023, and, you know, we didn't, I didn't have a body of work, and, I, you know, my husband's like, why do you have to make CDs? And, I mean, that's, like, comical. Like, I'm an, if I'm an author, <laughs> should I write books? Books, right. <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, we, we, yes, you do it because of the passion, but you also want to make some sort of living from it, right? So you've got to get it out there and also share the music with people, right? So whether that's a digital download nowadays or, you know, or, or selling the physical CD. No, but I think that's great. Well, I mean, hopefully you'll be uh, continuing to, for another 30 years, that would be wonderful to have you around. Thank you. And to answer this in a very long-winded way, I'm actually, if you really want to know what my goal is right now, I'm back in college. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I'm 59. I must be the oldest student in the class. You know, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's not embarrassing. Not embarrassing. No. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to be in school. However, I wanted to get together with a group of people for like a study group for like math when I took math last year, which was excruciatingly painful. And, you know, nobody wanted to do a study group with me. And I thought, okay, I must be the grandma in the class. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you wouldn't want to be seen with an older student, but it's fine. You know, you know, it's like, gosh, nobody wanted to do a study group. What's going on here? I I don't know. I'm just kind of speculating. I don't think it had to do with my age, but, but it is kind of like, okay, I think I'm in a group. I, I must you know, I don't know. Maybe there's people older than me going mm-hmm. and getting their college degree. I right now I feel like I'm pretty old up there. Well, I I think it's very commendable, frankly, because some people Thank I you. think once you pass a certain age, they think it's too late or what's the point. And our daughter's uh, school has a what do they call them? There are these learning principles that the whole school is guided by, and one of them is lifelong learner. And I've always felt very strongly about that that whether it's through a class or through any sort of anything that you are always learning, right? And so I, I definitely think it's commendable that you have such a deliberate effort to actually go and, and get a degree. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Well, so as we're kind of nearing the end here, I mean, what do you want our listeners to know about Romana Vera? Mm-hmm. Any final, any mm-hmm. thoughts, last thoughts you want to Sure. Share? Um, well, that I'm, uh, both of my parents are from Madeira. I can say that in Portuguese. In California, I was born here. That I, I uh, too, have a love for my culture. And I'm very proud of it. And just like you and, and you know, the, the listeners and everybody that's Portuguese, I think we can all unite in our the pride of our culture. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep doing, you know, my art. And it's such a great part of me and I, I so enjoy it. And I, I would just ask for people to maybe go to the website and, or find me online and Mm -hmm. uh, come to one of our shows. We have uh, a lot of things coming up on the calendar and we're having a big CD release party here in Vacaville in June and to just stay in touch with, with what I'm doing and, you know, come say hello and, I would love to just give everybody a warm embrace and a hug and and a kiss and a beju and uh, <laughs> and yeah just um just I'm I'm just thrilled to to be Portuguese and and to be celebrating the roots our Portuguese roots. I love it. Um and we will include your website, your YouTube page and right. any other uh, social media channels that you'd like us to include in the show notes so people can find you very easily. So let's close it out with your most memorable moment. You mean in, in, um, just like ever in your in my singing? Life. Uh-huh. It could be ever or it could be related to your singing. A memorable moment. I think when in 2002, I 
had the honor of uh, opening for Marisa. She was. I remember that. Yeah, that was. She great. was. Uh, she was in Santa Cruz, I believe, and uh, I had the opportunity to, to to open. I can't remember if you were. You kind of helped me with that, Angela. Maybe you connected. Maybe. Me yeah, I can't remember. It's been a long time, but yeah. So, maybe. so that that was a memorable moment. We actually had a, a musician that never made our event. His car broke down, so we had to go onto the stage, sort of in a you know, one man down. And then we also had to change our set list at the last minute because it turned out Marisa was doing some of the same repertoires. We, we all, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, we shared the great songs, Barco Negro and different songs of Amalia. So the management was like, you can't do these songs. So we changed our set list, you know, one hour before the show and, and we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't have all of our musicians. So it was sort of a, scr- a mad dash scramble, but meeting her and seeing her concert was just absolutely just jaw dropping and staying in touch with her. I'm, I'm in touch with her on Instagram and, and going to her show in San Francisco recently. It's, it was just incredible. That is quite an accomplishment. Uh, sorry, accomplishment, and I can certainly see why that would be memorable. I mean, she's a legend, right, in her own right. Yes. So awesome. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story. And um, as I said, we will play some of your song at the end of this episode. Thank you. And we have your website and your YouTube channel in the show notes, so everybody go check out Romana's songs on her YouTube channel and uh, be on the look. Sign up for her newsletter on her website. So you can be notified of her upcoming shows and especially the launch party of her new CD in June. And then thank you also to all our listeners for joining us for another episode of Tudo Português. If you haven't subscribed to the Palcos podcast channel yet, please do so now. I don't know what you're waiting for because we have such amazing conversations here on this show and other shows on our channel. Share this episode and the channel in general with your family and friends so that we can expand and and include everybody in these wonderful conversations that we have with so many talented people in our community. And if you have a moment, please leave us a review on iTunes. That will definitely help people find our, our shows and find our channel. And so with that, we say thank you. Obrigada for joining us and até a próxima. Thank you for listening to Tudo Português, a podcast production by Palcas, the only national organization representing the interests of the Portuguese American community. To learn more about Palcas, how to become a member, or to suggest a guest for our show, visit www.palcas.org or email us at palcas at palcas.org. <laughs>